Life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. Starting now, you can get a transcript of each week's Rich Dad Radio Show. Just visit www.richdad.com radio and download a copy today. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, hello, hello. This is Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And this program is all of you out there who want to be entrepreneurs. And a lot of people ask me, what is the most important thing? What is the skill that entrepreneurs must have? And number one is persuasion and influence. That if you don't have that, you're out of business. I mean, it's you're gone. So for all of you who want to be entrepreneurs, this is the program, but you have to study. And I, I meet so many people, they have no skill sets to be an entrepreneur and they wonder why they're broke because nobody's listening to them. I mean, I was in a restaurant in Hawaii a few days ago, and this guy has a Save the Turtles campaign. This guy was the weakest communicator I ever met, and I said, well, how many, how many followers do you have? He doesn't have any, but he wants to save the turtles. Now, the cause is noble, but he's not prepared to study to become a person who could save the turtles. So there's a lot of stories like that, and so this is a very important for a program for you who not only want to make more money but be of more influence in the world. So our guest today is a longtime friend, Dr. Robert Cialdini. He's the best-selling author and researcher and CEO and president of Influence at Work. His groundbreaking book, Influence, is a must-read. Right, Kim? The book Influence by Robert Cialdini, Influence, the Psychology of Persuasion, is always one of my top three business books I recommend for years and years and years. And the six, what, what, what influence is, is a, Robert Cialdini goes through the six principles of persuasion. And they're six simple principles that we use in our work, we use in our daily lives. It's things that you can apply immediately. So I am a huge, huge fan of your book. And his, and his second book is Persuasion, not Persuasion, Excellent but Persuasion. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I read the book, I go, holy mackerel. And that persuasion completely changed the way I make presentations, I talk to people, and all this. So for those of you who are serious about being entrepreneurs, these are must-reads. They've got to read them because if you don't have, you don't persuade, you don't influence, and there's no cash coming in, but you're also ineffective. And if you have a business today or if you're working for somebody today, these are still principles that you can apply and use every single day. We're now using it in our social media as well. And we use this Robert Cialdini's work prior to Rich Dad. We met him mm -hmm. in Australia. He's all from Arizona. His reputation precedes him. And we use a lot of his work when I wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I think it's now 41 million copies, but who's counting? It's one of the most influential books in personal finance history. And so that's why you should read his work. And I do read his books. I love influence and I love persuasion. I actually did study both books intensely. 
So with that said... Welcome to the program, Robert well, Cialdini. thank you. I so, appreciate those kind words. No, it's, it's well, the truth. truth. <laughs> We're big fans of your work. And so would you mind giving us a little background on how you came about uh, getting onto this subject called influence and persuasion? Sure. But, you know, before I do, something that you said just caught me uh, when you were talking about the guy who wanted to save the turtles and he didn't seem to know how to get a, go about it. And uh, I just got an email from a guy who has two sons who are Boy Scouts. And he um, was having a problem. They were, they were trying to sell popcorn outside of supermarkets. You know, as, as people yeah. came out, they set up a, right. a, a table and they were yep. selling popcorn and they were having dismal success. Uh, and he said, could, could you help us with this? And I said, well, what, what do you say to people when they come out the door? And he said, well, we said, would you like to buy some popcorn? It would help the Boy Scouts. Right? They were getting about 15% um, sales uh, that way. And he had the right cause, just like the turtles may be there, but he had the wrong presentation. I just asked him to, change, to flip the, uh, the sequence of what he said to, do you support the Boy Scouts? <laughs> wow. You could by buying some popcorn. Wow. He went from 15% to 75%. Wow. Wow. That's great. By getting the yes. right question asked so people are in mind of their their feelings about the boy scouts not about popcorn they were just they're just in the supermarket if they wanted popcorn they could have bought it there right right but that, and that goes to one of your principles of influence which yeah. is people are consistent you're getting them to say yes i support the boy scouts well here you can support them by buying popcorn and that's part of your principle of consistency it is and in in fact it even expanded he said you know once they said, yes, we support the Boy Scouts, those people who didn't want popcorn still gave us a contribution. Yeah. <laughs> because the, the, the point in mind, the mindset, was support for the Boy Scouts, not popcorn. Yep. Right. So simple things like that can make a big difference. Right. And, and, uh, yeah. You know, in this world of fake news and fake people, I mean, I've never seen such fakes in all my life. You know, social media today, they actually have people that you can pay so that you can, you can jack up your social media right. influence. So how did you get into this business of influence and persuasion? You know, it had to do with a longstanding uh, trait that I have as pushover. <laughs> I've, I've always been an easy mark for people who come to my door uh, selling magazines, subscriptions I don't want, or uh, asking me to contribute to causes I know very little about. And I would stand in unwanted possession of these things, you know, <laughs> subscriptions to Beekeeper's Digest. <laughs> and, and I would say to myself, what just happened there? I didn't want this thing on its merits. It must have been the way the merits were presented to me. It was the delivery of the case, not the case itself, that swept me along psychologically. Oh, this is worth studying. So that was, that was really the thing, this puzzle, and partially out of self-defense, to know how to deal with uh, these things I didn't really want on their merits, but were presented so in such a captivating way 
that for that moment, I wanted them. We have two uh, guests, other other guests, not really guests, they were, they work here at Rich Dad, and we have Sarah Shambo. She's our head of social media, as well as Alexandra, and they're here listening in on you, Robert. And so introduce yourselves, and because they're the guys that influence into this world of insane, fake stuff. Hi, Robert. It's Sarah. It's so Hi, great Sarah. to meet you and um, to be able to learn from you. Um, I wanted to make one quick point because we're talking about social media and the influence on social media. Is, um, if anybody saw that uh, Snapchat lost $1.7 billion after Kylie Jenner said she was no longer going to use Snapchat. Mm. Um, and so that's the that's, power. That's of, influence. That's the power of influence with right. one person. Um, yeah. So. I, wait, wait, one second. One no, second. I, I know wait, wait, one Robert second. and Kim are influencers, right? Most of your li- listeners can't be the kind of influencer that you are, but they can be influencers in their own conversations, in their own exchanges, in their own dealings with the people they would like to move in our direction. Nobody can be at the level that you folks are. Most people can't. But we can all be influencers in our own right uh, in the... uh, in the financial dealings that, that we encounter every day. Right. Well, one more second. We have one more guest, I mean, participant in this conversation. We have Alexandra. Hi, and Robert. I'm your... the social media strategist here. And so, you know, without them, I'd be out of business <laughs> because <laughs> I'm the old guy here. Anyway, so this is the whole panel today and all this. So really quickly, Robert, would you mind giving your background, your, let's say your CV, your credentials really quickly, and then we can move on. Yes, I'm a social psychologist, a behavioral scientist, and all my life I've studied the process of influence and persuasion, how we can move a person in our direction, not just by what we offer, but how we present what we offer to them. The words, the phrasing, uh, the sequencing of the message uh, that we send. Right, and and then... I was reading when you, you know, said we heard about you in Australia before there was a rich dad, so your influence was worldwide. But one of the things that you were talking about, you wrote influence because there was a lot of people who use influence as con men or yes. con people or fake people. Yeah. And it is a massive, massive problem here at Rich Dad are fake Robert Kiyosaki's and fake Kim's. I mean, it's, it's getting out of control. So that's kind of what we want to talk to you about is how do we, I don't know if the word is to counter that, but how do you survive in a world of fake people, fake news, fake this? That's what we want to talk to you about. Sarah, why don't you explain one of the problems we have with so many fake Kiyosakis out there? The problem with so many fake Kiyosakis is that they're using you and your influence to rip people off, to scam people. Yeah. We had this one woman from Japan. She sent money to Nigeria to a fake Robert Kiyosaki in Nigeria. And I said, it didn't even question that I don't live in Nigeria. <laughs> and so she had all these people in Japan, bless their hearts, who wanted to hear me. So she had to send money to him to prepay. And she never heard from the guy again. And she's now wondering if I can show up to actually teach. I mean, yeah. she finally got the right phone number. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so and so what I, what I find really interesting is that, is Robert, you wrote, influence so people are not conned and persuaded. And one of the big points you make is that to, to use these principles, you've got to use them ethically, morally, and 
in the in the way that you were you intended them to be used. Right correct? to have long term influence. Right uh, for people who want to stay in the relationship with you, of course uh, they want to be treated fairly and ethically. So that's a key. Um, but I do recognize the the problem. Uh, and in fact, in the book, Influence, every chapter uh, has a principle of influence you know, that you can use to move people in your direction. But at the end of the chapter, there's a, dif- uh, a section called How to Say No to This Principle, How to Defend Yourself mm-hmm. Against It When It's Being Used against in an you. Undue yes. or Unwanted Way. And so, certainly a deceptive way. Yeah, we're going to get right into that because uh, it's a brave new world from the time we first met you before there was a rich dad. I think it was even before there was an internet. And we've yeah. used your principles to produce rich dad all over the world. And now it's being used against us through social media. So when we come back, we'll be going more into not only do you, how, how do you use or increase your influence and your persuasion but also how you defend yourself from the fakes out there. You're listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. It pays to listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. Good news and bad news about money. And so today our guest, special guest is Dr. Robert Cialdini. He's the best-selling author and researcher of the book, Influence. If you're gonna be an entrepreneur, man, you gotta read the book. It's simple, it's easy. As I said, and I'll say it again, that I use that book to write Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And all you guys out there who wanna get rich, you've gotta like, got study people who understand how to communicate out there. His second book is fantastic. It's called Persuasion. And we use it as soon as we got that book. We studied it and we started to use it immediately. So that's really why this thing is so important. But we also have our specialists here. We have Alex, Alexandra Gonzalez and Sarah Shambo. They're the young guys and the young women in our company here. And they're our social media. And we're talking about fake. You know, they just came up with this whole new resource. They found out this companies actually sell fake influence. And the way they do that is. They sell this fake followers all around your name here. So that's one aspect of it. Another way is fake is there's a lot of fake Robert and Kim Kiyosaki's out there. So it's a completely different world. And that's why Dr. Cialdini's work is crucial if you plan to succeed. Any comments, Kim? Uh, Dr. Robert Cialdini, just give us in a snippet, persuasion. What is the what is persuasion? So the first book was about what you put into a message to, to uh, arrange for people to move towards you. Uh, 
The second book, Persuasion, is about what you put into the moment before you send your message. Before. So that they are in a, uh, a, a mindset that is aligned with your message. So, so Dr. Cialdini, can I give, I'll just give you a, a specific way we use your book, Persuasion. Yeah. Our tax specialist, who's the biggest genius on taxes, you know, instead of saying he was a CPA, he just started, how many hate paying taxes? Suddenly yeah. he had attention of everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. and rather than getting into his story, he just talked about what taxes were and all this. So he persuaded them to listen to him as an accountant. It, it, it's very similar to that Boy Scout story we were talking about. You ask yes. the question first that lends itself to the message that you want to send. Uh, there's a study, for example, that shows that if you want people to try something new, and you can do this online, right? At the top of your message, ask the question, do you consider yourself adventurous? When some researchers did that, people were willing to try something new, a brand new soft drink. They went from 30% without that question to 50% with that question at the top of the page. Yeah. I just want to say, you guys, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, these two books, Influence and Persuasion, are not just must-reads, they are must-studies. And we here at Rich Dad Practice, what we preach is twice a year we get together and we study one or two books. And these are the books we've studied over the years. Like I said, Kim and I studied Influence prior to there being a Rich Dad, and now we have all these fakes out there, which is the title of my latest book coming out. It's called Fake, because <laughs> I hate fake people. Yeah. And so we have two people who are crucial now to the Rich Dad organization. We have Sarah Shambo and Alexandra Gonzalez. They run our social media. And Alexandra, how many fake Robin Kiyosakis are coming at you every day now? We have more and more popping up every day. And every day we're defeating them, we're reporting them. But it's like every single day there's just more and more. And they're trying to sell our products and trying to live by our brand and replicate us. Do you know the game Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Like you whack one and another one pops up. That's That's kind of how I feel. So Dr. Cialdini, have you addressed that thing about the fake you know, influencers, they, they, they piggyback on somebody else's influence. Yep. Yes. And I mean, I think the way uh, it's best countered is, first of all, on your site, you have to alert people that there will be these fakes and only respond to this website, this phone number. Right. Make sure that people understand that there are fakes out there and you will be able to detect them because they don't have this particular website address. They don't have this particular phone number. Anything else you have to ignore and report as a fake. So are we doing that, sir? Yes. Remember last week right. we filmed the, the quick we call it a PSA, but um, you know, announcement to to alert everybody that this is happening and to where who to ver- follow. So that's so- that's great, Sarah. But don't do it just once. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It has to be ingrained in the consciousness that there are these fakes out there, and they they are not the real McCoy. They're going to send you down uh, uh, routes uh, that are not going to lead to success. And, and Robert, why is, okay, so there's so much fake news all over, all, everywhere. I, I don't know what's fake and what's real anymore. Why, why is fake news so successful? Why is it so prevalent? And well, the Internet is now, <laughs> there's, there's no vet, no, no one vets 
the information. There, there's no screen uh, the way that it used to be. If you had to get something into a newspaper, into the one, to the the, the three or four major news uh, networks on TV, anybody can send that message. Uh, and so uh, we are open to all of these uh, all all of these uh, uh, phony uh, messengers. Uh, the other thing I think that we can do, and and that is to in to um, encourage those people who have encountered those uh, fake uh, messengers to not just report them, but to go online and expose them for what they are. Right? We need to to build social proof for the fact that these people are phony. We need to marshal the our audience so they are our allies in this uh, battle against the uh, the purveyors of deception. So we ask them to join us in battling the fakes. Precise, because we have the same goal. We have, you know, there there are a lot of there's some research that shows that people who have similarities or commonalities like each other more, and they want to work together in in a collaborative way. But there's no similarity that is as powerful as commonality of purpose. And that's very true. And we generally pride ourselves, like um, on Robert's Facebook page, for example, if someone comes in and you know tries to argue against one of our ideas. The community itself will self-correct, right? So we have other community supporters that'll come in and say, no, he means this. You know, they'll even do little book studies sometimes. So that is very true. We just need to take it in the next step further and ask him to kind of be our soldiers out there and report these fake Roberts. Exactly. Also. To be our, our uh, first line of defense. So how can, how can everybody, not just us, how can we use... Um, your principles of influence and your principles of persuasion in social media? Well, the, the two principles that are most involved in social media are the liking principle, because inside social media, we're working with networks, our people that we're connected to, the people we like, the people we follow, the, the people who, who we're friends with, and so on. So there's an automatic tendency uh, to, to be drawn to the information inside our networks because of the liking principle. And, and liking is, is because people relate to your that you, similarities that you have in, with each other? Is that what liking is? Yes, and, and, and histories with one another. So it's a, a set of bonds that they feel, a set of existing connections and familiarity where they can feel comfortable inside those networks because these are people who I like and who like me. And I don't want to, I, I don't want to minimize the last of those. It's not just that I want to follow someone uh, in my network because I like that person. I want to follow the advice of people who like me. Hmm. How, how do you, how, what's that distinction? How do you do that? Well, you arrange to be sure that you validate what they say when you uh, do, uh, that you compliment them on their ideas when, yes. when you like their ideas and so on. So they know that you like them. When you're in an exchange with somebody who likes you, you can exhale a breath. You can take down the defenses. Oh, this is somebody who likes me. I can feel good about this person's advice because 
they wouldn't steer me wrong. They like me. Like, I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, I, I have a granddaughter, uh, Haley. She's the light of my life. We do everything together. We go to the library, ride our bikes, we read together, we color. When she was three years old, she, uh, her mother asked her, so Haley, who's your favorite person in the whole world? And she named me. And her mother was a little taken aback. But she said, well, why? And as a three-year-old, you would think she would say something circular. Oh, well, I like Grandpa. Or he's my favorite because I like him so much, right? That's just saying the same thing. She said, he's my favorite because he likes me so much. Ah. Wow. That's, I yeah. think that's, that's the cool. key. Yeah. So that's why people don't like me. <laughs> I mean, well, well, you're not always agreeing with them or, no, or no, validating them. You're no, not always validating them. You know, yeah. Kim, you know, Kim and I don't have children, and so my brother always, always wants to bring his kids along, and I say, look, I don't like kids, you know, <laughs> so the kids don't like me for, for some reason. Is that, is, that, is that what's going on, Robert? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> when, when I know that uh, that somebody likes me, I'm much more willing to take their advice than when I just happen to like them because they're sociable or funny. or uh, No, if they like me, then I'm safe. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's, so you have any ideas uh, just off the cuff right now, we have our two social geniuses here, Sarah and Alexandra. How do we get? How do we communicate from Rich Dad to our our base that I actually like them? I mean, how do I do that? Well, you have to uh, when you comb through your uh, uh, your messages and that that come back to you and so on. You have to compliment those individuals uh, for uh, what they've said but also compliment them on taking the time and effort to do so. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's a gift that they're giving, yeah, and they you are. just show your appreciation for that. Versus, Be- versus where Robert will say, oh, that was such a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we should that, stop Robert? Saying, yeah, 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 I would stop saying that. We're going to end this stupid conversation right now, my, my normal technique. Hey, once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Day Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. We're talking to about a dear friend and a person who has influenced our lives. He's influenced the success of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We met, we knew him before there was a Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Dr. Robert Cialdini. And we have our two social media geniuses, Alexandra and Sarah and Kim. We're all here. And we're learning how to be better communicators in a world of a lot of fake people. So right now in the news, there's a lot about Facebook and Instagram. How And, and maybe how they're using some of your principles of influence and persuasion to influence us in ways that aren't in our best interests. Right. And uh, I think there are a number of ways in which uh, I think those principles are being misused. Uh, and they're, they're, they're trading on very basic human tendencies. For example, the tendency to like people who like us, right? That one. That, so uh, those bots are out there are, are liking us um, and so on, uh, and, and, and then we feel more positive toward where that uh, like came from. Uh, there's this rule of reciprocity, that if somebody likes us, well, we're obligated to do something to like them in, in return, uh, that sort of thing. There's also the idea of social proof. When there are a lot of people who seem to be uh, supporting a particular idea, it becomes more legitimate 
uh, to the extent that uh, we can see a groundswell of uh, a trend, for example, in a particular direction. And when that's faked, all right, that's a problem because people do follow trends. Uh, the, the idea that something is in a has a minority position, maybe only 20% of the people are, are supporting it, uh, that usually is a turnoff. But if people hear that a year ago only 10% of the people prefer, uh, supported it, and six months ago 15%, and this month 20% are supporting it, now that 20% is a trend, and people want to get on board. So uh, those those trends, uh, those groundswells, those trending uh concepts that get faked really do trick us into believing something that isn't true. That's the concept of social proof, where more and more people are getting on board, and so, oh, I want to get on board, too. So when I say that 10% of the people are rich, that's kind of a turnoff, so I've got to say it in a different way, right? Exactly. Right. No wonder people attack people me. People aren't Robert. liking you. How come? <laughs> so, uh, young ladies, are there any other, other things you want to ask this uh, genius of a man here, Dr. Cialdini? Well, for example, what I see, as you mentioned in one of your articles um, about the whole fake news and how Facebook had an influence on maybe the election because of the fact that it only showed and supported your belief system. And then that's something that we see, for example, with social media, where some of our posts will be hidden because they only want the viewer to see what they want to see. And so that's something that we can struggle with, too, that, that can affect our engagement. That's right. And one of the things I try to do um, is, is sample from various sources uh, with different starting points so that I'm not uh, uh, drinking from the same trough uh, every, uh, uh, every time that I get uh, information. Uh, it's very important to go beyond that because inside the, the fortress walls of common belief, there can be no uh, alternative reality. Yeah. So they influence by just by targeting what you want to hear. That's right. You, you of course go to those things that you uh, you already believe. You want validation, uh, and that's uh, a human tendency that they can exploit by using that as the um, as the base. And they and they do that in the media all all the time, right? I mean, look, you you go to the 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 show that has the. The like, mindset it's like and CN, CNN loves uh, the other side, and yeah. Fox loves Trump, and so you CNN hates yeah. Trump. With. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and we try to, you know, we, it's it's human to be attracted to the things that we already believe. It's 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 uh, it's dangerous though, because we miss insights from the other side that are worth Correct. understanding or yes. even. Uh, combating properly, right? right? We, we, we always call it the you know three sides to a coin: heads, tails, and the edge. And we need to stand on the edge so yeah. we can see both sides. Otherwise, yeah. we're just on one side. Right. If I could be presumptuous right here and talk about my new fake book coming out here, yeah. What, what were our campaign and Sarah and um, Alexandra are in charge of it is we're going to launch it 
chapter by chapter in a rough draft format, and we're asking for people to ask questions about what I did not see. Because yeah. uh, I, I, I know a bit, but I assume sometimes other person understands what I'm talking about. And then so there, our way of saying we like you is if we use your question inside the publication book, which comes out in about a year, then we'll give you an autographed copy with my smiling face <laughs> on it. Yeah. But I, wh- what do you think about something think, like that? Is that too- I think it's brilliant. Oh. Because what you really want is not just this automatic click like uh, you want you want textured response. You want people who have thought about this, who can give you feedback on what you've uh, you've done and uh, become partner-like in the process. Right. You know, there's a, a, a new study I, I, I saw that I love. It, by changing one word, you, you enhance the sense of connection uh, between yourself and the people who are giving you feedback. Typically, when we ask for feedback from others, we say, could you give us your opinion on this, right? Right. Turns out that's a mistake. What you get is a critic. Ah, if That's my problem. Instead, you ask for their advice on this. Oh, advice versus opinion. You get a collaborator. Oh, very wow. nice. And wow. you get people who feel more bonded with you because yeah. they're a partner in the process. Perfect. You know, Absolutely there's an old brilliant thing. there, Mr. Cialdini. Yeah. Wow. There's, a, there's a saying, when, when we ask for advice, we're usually looking for an accomplice. <laughs> well, if you get that advice, you get that accomplice. Yeah. And then you I'm and then use you, that more and more now. <laughs> uh-huh. And then that goes all back to liking because you're building this relationship with them and they feel included and they feel validated, respected, and respected. Right. Precisely right. You got the bullseye insight here. When you ask for advice, it causes people to feel closer to you. There's actually research on this. They feel more like you have a shared identity. As, as, as you ask for their advice, they literally take a half step toward you psychologically. Whereas if you ask for their opinion, they take a half step back from you and go inside themselves. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. And Robert, persuasion. Can you? I I love this book, and we touched on it just so briefly. But because persuasion, what you're saying is it's what you do before you you make the sale. For example, you talk about that if you go into a a wine shop, um, you're more likely to purchase a German vintage if you've heard a German song playing on the sound system. Right. I mean, so you're, you're, it's like you're 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 warming up the person to before you ask. For the sale. Right. So uh, the cues that are in mind as you approach a choice will steer you in the direction of those cues. So a communicator can structure not only what is in the message, but in the moment before the message to increase the likely uptake of the message. What I call it was we set the context before I put the content yes. in. Yes, that's right. And then you know how I'll tell you exactly how I used your work is rather than jump into Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I stepped back a little bit mm-hmm. and I asked the question, so what does school teach you about money? Yeah. And for most people, the content is empty. Yeah. And at that point, then I go into 
was Toyo. I had a rich dad and I had a poor dad. Right. And so your book, Influence and Persuasion, yeah, be so gauche. It's made me a lot of money. So you guys should, you guys should get these books and study it if you're poor and destitute right now. I mean, and, you, and you talk about money, and, and you use an example, Dr. Cialdini, in your book about a client who was go, going to ask for a big fee for this project. And he was talking about all the things that, that he was going to give them and deliver to their this, this uh, customer. And he said, before giving the fee, he said, as you can tell, I'm not going to be able to charge you a million dollars for this. And so in their mind, that's kind of the, your persuasion, right? They're yeah. thinking, oh, wow, this is really, really valuable. And then the fee was like 75000 Right. And he never got pushback on that fee once he began with the concept of a million, because now 75 seemed like little Nothing. like peanuts. So, and so how does the average person, how do they, how do they craft their message? What, what do they have to think about in order to use persuasion? Yeah, I think it is to understand what is the core message that I want to send, and then before I send it, what can I do to put people in a mindset that's congruent with that message. So that example I gave in an earlier section about, do you want people to, um, uh, to choose something new? Oh, Ask them ahead of time if they're adventurous. Mm, yes. Uh, there's another one, which is, if you want them to change, ask them at a time of the month or time of the week that's appropriate to change. People are more likely to change in the first week of a month than in the last week. Really? Yes. Wow. Why, why and more that? likely to change on Monday or Tuesday than Thursday or Friday. That's because wow. change is in the air. Mm. There's oh, just been a change. It's the change. Oh, yeah. I got it. Change of the week, change of the month. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just thankful because we do implement a lot of these little tactics into our roles as validation. For example, if someone likes us, then we go ahead and like a, a post of theirs. So it has helped and it's increased our engagement, our viewership, our followers by an immense, by immensely. But I'm just thankful, too, because... I get to see, since my role and my job is to study the algorithms, the data of these websites, I know that they're hiding information from us and that they're hiding certain opinions from us. But it's scary for other people who don't know this and aren't aware of this that they're not exposed to this other information. So I'm just thankful that you're actually letting these viewers and the audience know. Okay, any comments or Sarah? Uh, just one comment. We kind of we read the book Persuasion last year um, as a group. Um, you hear that, Dr. Cialdini? That was one of our book studies. Um, but one of the things that we really started focusing on was when I came to you, Robert and Kim, and asked for more personal pictures. So right. when you're on vacation, when you're out traveling the world, because then people actually feel like they know you and can yeah. relate to you, and that grew our audience. Whew, like crazy yeah. Yeah. so it definitely works so we are that, so thankful yeah mm -hmm. that bond you know it's in in uh the media we're often um less human than we are in a face-to-face -face mm -hmm. interaction you know we've just got images or words on a screen anything we can do to rehumanize the uh the information exchange uh will produce i think the kinds of uh, responses that you just talked about, Sarah. Okay, thank you. So, uh, Kim, any final? Oh, I, no, I just, there's so much. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to reread Persuasion again as I'm sitting here because it's been about a year. And uh, 
there's just so much to it. And I just can't can't recommend these two books more highly. Influence and Persuasion by Dr. Robert Cialdini, C-I-A-L-D-I-N-I. Um, your work is magnificent, and I thank you for the gift that you've given all of us. Well, I've enjoyed the opportunity to spend time with you yet again. Well, thank you. And, you know, your work, everybody, please listen. He's a college professor, but he keeps it simple for a guy like me to understand. <laughs> so that is probably the most important thing, because, again, if you understand what Dr. Cialdini is saying, you have a better chance of success financially, happiness, wealth in your life. So, Dr. Cialdini, thank you very much. Well, thank you. Uh, I enjoyed it. and. Uh would love to uh, continue the conversation yeah, well, in the future. Oh, we absolutely be, will. We would love it. At least three times a year we're going to have you on because it's changing so fast out there. Yeah. So thank anyway, you. thank you all. Thank you. So long for now. Yeah, and we come back, we're going to the most popular part of our program is Ask Robert. You're listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. Log on to richdadradio.com while you listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. Uh, good news and bad news about money. You can listen to this Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. And all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them so you can listen to this program again. You listen to this program one more time, you'll get even smarter. But you'll get even 10 times smarter if you include a friend, family member, or business partner and sit around and discuss this program. Because unlike in education, is the more you talk and discuss, which is called cheating in school, the smarter you get. So that's why we have this program. I want to thank Dr. Robert Cialdini. His books, again, are Influence and Persuasion. They're must-reads if you're going to be an entrepreneur, but if you just want to be a better communicator, which is really, really important, very important for business people, but as far as families. And I want to thank Sarah and Alexandra, our social media experts here, who are actually on the front line, front line battling the fake Robert and Kim Kiyosaki. So why would somebody want to be fake unless you're a crook? So that's really the problem out there. So pay attention. Please pay attention to our notices of where what real and what's fake out there. You can submit your questions to Ask Robert at RichDadRadio.com. Any comments, Kim? Before we start. Well, again, um, I would re-listen to this program, and I would get influence, and I would get persuasion. Just a couple little things that Robert Cialdini talked about. Of One of the ideas of liking is if you want to get somebody on your side, don't ask them their opinion. Ask, can you give me some advice? And he said opinion is a critique. You'll get a critique, but advice you get 
a relationship beginning. And right. that's where like, and that's just one principle. And there were so many, um, and there's so many simple little things that you can apply today to be more influential. Yeah. And this might be so gauche and be promotion, you know, promote here. We're coming out with my new latest book is called Fake. It's going to start online. It's going to come in rough draft form, chapter by chapter. And we're going to ask for your advice or your feedback so we can improve the book as we progress along because I know what I know. I want to know what you know or what you need to understand. So let's get into Ask Robert, Melissa, or oh, by the way, um, Dr. Cialdini's website is influenceatwork.com. First question, Melissa. Our first question today comes from Mason in Houston, Texas. Favorite book, Rich Woman. Hey, Mason. Thank you. The question is, is smart in- guy. Is in this time of fake news, what are some of the sources you both read or consume every day? Well, that's a great question. On the finance side, you, we, we interview them here on Rich Dad yeah. Radio. We have Bert Tolman, Jim Records, and all this because, again, promoting my book, Fake, the whole financial system is fake. It's built on a thing called the fractional reserve system. It means the banks get to lend out money they don't have, and if they screw up, we taxpayers pay for it. The whole system is built on it. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but you need to be aware of it. So that's why I want to have people who understand the entire system, and I trust those guys. Plus, we have all of our advisors. Their, their latest book is more important than money. It's very, very important you have people you trust and actually are real in what they do. There's so many fake people out there. And most school teachers, hate to say this, are fake because they teach subjects they don't really teach, they, they don't use in real life. All I ask is, use. are you teaching me what you actually do? That's all I ask. When I was in accounting class in my MBA program, the teacher was a, what I call a graduate assistant and had never been an accountant, but she had a degree in accounting. But they didn't know anything what they're talking about. So you gotta be very careful who you take advice from, and we had Rich to really practice our piece. Again, the book is called More Important Than Money, It's Your Team. Because let me ask this question, what's more important, love or trust? You know, everybody says, well, love. No, it isn't. Trust is more important than love because you can love somebody and not trust them. And I, have a, I know a lot of those guys. So trust in this world is more important than love. Any comments, Kim? Yes, um, one of the things that we, Robert, you and I always talk about is as, as ever, whenever I'm reading something, whether it's a newsletter, whether it's online, whether it's a book, I'm always looking, is this fact or is this opinion? Because oftentimes people give their opinion and people take it to be fact. So I'm, we're always looking at is when I read something, is this a fact or is this somebody's opinion? And then just weigh, if it's opinion, weigh one, one person's opinion against somebody else's. And the other thing that happens is I don't care if people disagree. You know, we have a lot of people who come on Rich Dad Radio. They don't agree with each yeah. other. But it's my job. It's like Rich Dad always said, stand on the edge of the coin, heads and tails. Listen to the good and the bad because a lot of it is opinion. But I'm open to their opinions. I don't want to cut them off. I've actually gone to conferences where some of my heroes get into a fight on stage because they want to prove they're right. I don't have to be right. I just want to respect what they're saying to me because in the world of money, most of it is opinion. And I've got to respect their opinion and trust their research on it. Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Brandon in Salt Lake City, Utah. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. 
Robert and Kim, I know you both talk about the importance of clear mission in your business, but I'd also like to know what you both believe are some of the core principles people need to be successful in business. You got to study. I mean, I'm not one. I just was talking to a guy the other day. He wanted to borrow a hundred thousand from me, and I said, "Would you read these three books?" He says, "No, just give me the money." Look, if you're not going to study, I'm not going to give you any money. It's that simple. Things are moving too fast, too you know, too quickly today. And that's why we we endorse Dr. Robert Cialdini because if you can't influence people, you're going to be out of money anyway. So the most important thing I learned is that when I when I my book Fake is about fake teachers, I learned to hate study. I hated it until I met a teacher who inspired me to study. And today my study is about money. You know, something most teachers say is the root of all evil. I studied it. So my question to you is, what are you willing to study? If you're going to borrow money from somebody, you better study. Comments, Ken. Yeah, the other thing I would add to that is, is as you study, also one of the keys is what, what I call personal development. We work on ourselves. Robert and I work on ourselves a lot. Because, Every morning. Because where we start, where we were a year ago is not the same place we are today. And if you keep doing the same thing and going from the same place, you're, no not gonna, you're not going to get successful. So we're big believers in working on ourselves when we face challenges. How do, what do we have to do to get through them? But if I, if I stayed who I was when I was 21 years old, uh, we would never be here today. It would be a great party, though, anyway. <laughs> it would be a good party. Yeah. So anyway, look, it's study. When Kim talks about personal development, it's mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical development. Most people that get up in the morning hit the to-do list, and they don't get anywhere because the to-do list just gets longer, or they go out and play golf and screw off all day. I mean, I don't understand those people, but I don't really want to hang around with them either, and that's what Cialdini is saying to me. got to like people, but I don't like those people. Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Jesse in Rapid City, South Dakota. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Since I have a relative who we brought in to manage our accounting systems when we started out, the problem is I now have reason to believe that mistakes are being made, but when I approach the family member, he just gets defensive. Ugh. It's causing stress throughout the family now, but I believe a change must be made. Do you have any advice on how to approach moving a family member out of your business? <laughs> yeah, rule number one is I will stay away from family because <laughs> I, I, have, I have never been successful. I mean, I've had one family member with my younger brother, John. He and I were great business partners, but that's rare. Other thing is this is a rule of thumb in businesses, hire slow, fire fast. And so what most people do is they hire fast and they fire slow. So right now, you gotta set it up to fire them fast. Another thing too is that in the hiring the slow, it's the culture. You know, right now, Rich Dad is going through a massive problem because we didn't sell the culture of Rich Dad. We had a lot of academic types, you know, if I, doctors and learn all this stuff, but you've got to sell the culture. And the culture of Rich Dad is we study, we have a code of honor, we do all these things, it's the culture. Just like you know, before I became a Marine, I had to go and embrace the culture of the Marine Corps before you become a Marine. You know, a lot of people don't make the culture because the culture is a tough culture. Any comments, Kim? Well, I think sometimes too, it's easy to hire family. It's an easier thing because you know each other and you, hopefully you trust each other. No, no, it's so, you love them, but you may not trust them. But it's, it seems to be the easier thing to do. And that's where I think we get in trouble because are they aligned to the philosophy? Are they aligned to the mission? If they're not, if they're not on the same page, forget it. You're gonna have, you're gonna have problems. All, all of our staff, they are aligned to the mission, to the philosophy. 
they they practice it every single day. So I would say, yeah, I would I would look at the culture, the philosophy, and the mission before looking at the person. And as a former U.S. Marine, when I meet most people coming out of college, they really have a terrible culture. You know, the Marine Corps has a very, 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 very tough culture. That's why they say the few, the proud, the Marines, it is our culture. Many people want to have a lot of friends. I don't. I just want to have the few, the proud, and people want to get rich. And, so thank and the you last, for And the last point I want to make is, is this family member is getting defensive. Oftentimes that means they're hiding something. Yeah. Okay, so hire slow, fire fast. Thank you for your questions. Any comments for Rich Dad, for uh, Ask Robert, go to richdadradio.com. I thank Dr. Robert Cheldana, Sarah, and Alex, and Kim for a very enlightening show. Thank you for listening. You're my friends. Bye.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.